listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. We live in a society. Welcome to the One Take Podcast, episode 57. Welcome to those on YouTube. Thank you for joining us for the raw and uncut version of uh, <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh, because that's exactly what this movie was. We are joined by Rascal F. Kennedy uh, from Full Circle. Thank you so much for joining us, our resident DC comic book uh, movie fan, big time what movie up? boy for joining us Um yeah, man. Uh, we watched the entire. Uh, Jake didn't. <laughs> we watched the entire, uh, Zack Snyder's Snyder Cut Justice League, whatever you want to call it. How we doing? We got through it. Uh, but also, we should know Jake at least tried to watch it. Um, we are not joined today by another co-host of this podcast. Uh, less humble Tej uh, was truly less humble and did not even attempt to watch this movie. Boo. Boo this man. 30 minutes short. I did not finish the last 30 minutes. Oh, you're good then. Yeah, I figured as much. I, I figured at the end of the day, they're going to win, and, and that, was, that was about it. Yeah, you're good. Man, this was a long one, guys. Holy shit. This movie was long. <laughs> it, was a, it was a chore. I mean, it was... We'll talk about it, but holy shit. No movie needs to be four hours. If your, your vision for a movie involves four hours... You have a vision for a miniseries. You don't have a vision for a movie. Hey, that's how it was supposed to be released in chapters. On, well, on YouTube. This is going to be shot to find out how much <laughs> footage gets shot in movies. On, on This was supposed to be released as a miniseries on HBO Max. They would have never released this in actual form on uh, in theaters. No way. No way. They didn't even release the four hour cuts of Lord of the Rings in uh, theaters. So there's no way they were going to release Zack Snyder's Justice League. Now they may do it now. uh, Just once theaters open back up, I bet WB tries to make some money. Um, But yeah, how we doing? How we doing, guys? I'm good. Um, You know, Happy to be here. Happy to talk about this movie. Happy to discuss anything DC that doesn't suck. Suicide Squad. Mm. Ooh. Right. Yeah, we were just talking about it. Uh, NCAA tournament has been pretty awesome, except for today being Sunday. Games today stunk. Yeah. Awful. Compared to yesterday, today's games suck. Awful, awful. But uh, my alma mater is going to the Sweet 16, so I can't relate to you know some people who are usually on this podcast uh, who will not be in Sweet 16 this mm. year. Shout out to the less than humble <laughs> Tej, who was uh, humbled by Abilene Christian University. Man, things you, things you just uh, love to see. It, it couldn't be me, loose. is all I'm saying. It literally could not be me or Jake. <laughs> I or, mean, even, or even Rascal, for that matter. Your team at least made it to the second round. See, what happened was is we <laughs> ran into the Orals, and they kind of uh, 
They ran us off the court, man. What that Second mouth do, University? Yeah, man. blow Bob. Got you out the paint. Blow Bob, man. The quagmires, if you will. <laughs> blow Bob. I hadn't heard that one. Um, yeah, shout out to uh, Oral Roberts. The um, I guess, maybe. Eh. But, uh, yeah, so we are going to do the Zack Snyder Justice League. We got to get into it because Jake has to go before, uh, before we wrap up. Um, only appropriate for the DNF, but uh, the but we are going to draft things that uh, we would rather do than watch this four-hour movie again. So that'll be fun to do. Um, Jake, if you have picks, you can text them to us because that might be fun. Anyway, uh, let's go. Start with Rascal. Give it a letter grade. What do you think? You were clamoring for this, man. This was this was. This was all you. Oh, an A. Okay, well. Yeah, I'm not an A plus, but an A. I mean, it was as far as me and the things that I know about the lore of Justice League, it was pretty accurate. I mean, you had Dark Side, you had the anti life equation, you had Steppenwolf. Even though she didn't talk, you had Granny Goodness. And then you had Dark Side's whole, I guess, his back plot, even though he wasn't really in the movie, was to use the anti life equation to throw Superman into enslavement and use him to take over the universe, which is kind of the comic book Justice League cartoon route. I I don't know, man. You was it what you were expecting? Yeah, really it was. Yeah, it. I didn't expect anything other than Snyder to kind of navigate through how he normally does, and then of course the slow mo that everybody complained about that we all knew was going to be in the movie mm. and the visuals. <laughs> the, dude, it was too much. I will say that <laughs> I like. Uh, it, for the stuff for the flash, like it made a lot of sense, but slowing down just everything, any action, everything. Se- any action sequence. Wow. Everything. <laughs> They're slow-mo and literally every action scene for no reason. I'm going to jump from this. I'm going to jump from this platform. I'm going to do it in slow-mo. Like why? You don't have to. Well, I don't know. Dex, uh, what would you give it? Give it a review too. Uh, I'm going to give it like a, I'm actually going to give it a B minus, which, which feels a little high. Like it's higher than I expected to give it, but you know, it's fine. I, I enjoyed it. It's okay. It's, it's not like going to like rock your world or anything. It's one of those situations where like a team fires their head coach in the off season and they hire a guy that like, you're like, uh, I don't really know like if he's a good coach, but he's way better than the last guy. <laughs> like, Because this movie is still not great, but it's so much better than what Joss Whedon did that it's like, I can't tell if like Joss Whedon is just like the worst director ever or if Zack Snyder was like actually pretty good here, but Zach this movie Whedon is 10 times better. <laughs> so, I mean, okay, it's it's a Justice League. Uh, it, it, you, we all know the... We all know the the story behind the justice league. So I don't really have to read you the plot right now. It has a 73% on Rotten Tomatoes, 96% audience score. You can just, uh, that's insane. Yeah. You can just, <laughs> um, you know, who was 
cooking those books. But uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League lives up to its title with a sprawling cut that expands to fit the director's vision and should satisfy the fans who willed it into existence, quite literally. Uh, But it does have a 55% on Metacritic where it jumps the shark is IMDb, which is all fan fan ratings, as an 8.4, which puts it like as the number, it puts it as the number 125 best movie of all time. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's not all that, but it's it's okay. I enjoyed it. There's a lot of things that like, you know, if I was making a DC extended universe, I would have done a lot of things differently than what Zack Snyder did, just even from the beginning with Man of Steel. But if you accept like, if you accept the foolishness that was Batman v Superman and you just make a sequel to that, this is a way better way to do it than the 2017 release and they put it out on hbo max which i get for free so it's like you know what who cares whatever i'm not out any money i'm just out four hours and that's fine b minus jake dnf but you didn't miss anything really so what uh what do you you saw the movie ray fisher stepped out of bounds on like the five yard line oh not a touchdown that's my review right there Hitting the pylon does not count. He, his left foot is OB. He did not make that. Mm. Wisconsin should have gotten the ball back. That's my review. Um, <laughs> Wisconsin getting beat by City University. How fucking weird to ground this in some sort of connected reality. Actual reality. The actual yeah. world. Nothing else is ever referenced to our real world, but somehow the Wisconsin Badgers are here. Um, I, I didn't get that at all, but yeah, I don't know why. So, uh, so is, is Gotham a big 10 school? I guess so. They're like Rutgers. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah, like they're Rutgers. Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I truly, I did not finish because I, 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 I did not have the time more or less. It was a slog. I'm going to give it that. Like I, I treated this very much like I treated, the Irishman, I took this in chunks. I think I did like an hour and a half, an hour, 30 minutes, and then I had to go do other stuff. I It's not that I didn't enjoy it, because I actually did. I will say Dark Side in this uh, cinematic universe is actually probably one of the coolest villains I've seen. He made Thanos look like a bitch. Um, so that was intriguing. And, and as someone who is not that invested in the DC universe, there was actually a fair, not even a fair, the whole movie was just exposition on characters that I either didn't know about or not a lot about, except for Batman, which he, everybody knows everything about him. So thank you for not shoving him down our throats again. Um, what if they killed his parents again in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> like The opening... <laughs> Instead of like the apocalypse vision that we open with, it just opens with um, Bruce Wayne's parents getting killed again. Yeah. I watch it. Fine. Let's do it again. Why not? We haven't seen it enough. Every time, every time you're introduced to Batman, you have to see his parents die. Um, truthfully, I'm okay with this in the sense that like it, it's a lot of work to make a movie. Like I will never shit on a movie for the simple fact that it takes a lot to get it done. I will shit on it if its messaging is terrible or if it's nonsense, but for Zack Snyder to actually be somewhat of a fan and work his ass off to make this and make an entire crew believe in this 
make an entire cast believe in this and then for an entire fan base to revolt against the biggest movie distribution company in the world for this to happen like that's that's big time stuff and so i support it on that level for something to get made that everybody believes in so hard for it to come out like game on there for actual content it's fragmented as hell Mm. even for four hours there's still chunks missing it's confusing at times it does require the audience to have some sort of background information uh it also assumes that the audience is very dumb so it shows a lot of background information in your face there's way too much slow-mo again we get a slow-mo shot of ray fisher stepping out of bounds we didn't need that i trust he would score a touchdown i it would be a better movie if Cyborg completely whiffed it, fumbled <laughs> on the two-yard line, and then like got hit by a car. Like That would be a great movie. Somebody said there's a slow-mo shot of them zooming in on the seat where his dad wasn't at the game. There is. There 100% <laughs> is a slow-mo shot. Like, yeah, it's the shot slow-mo. If, if, if Cyborg's final moments as like an actual human being was he fumbles on the two-yard line, Wisconsin recovers, and then he looks over to see his dad didn't show up. Ooh, suddenly it's a tearjerker. I'm here for it. Um, but, I mean, it's a – I'll give it a B just for the fact that this got accomplished in the face of a hilarious amount of adversity, even though they had almost a billion. I think it was like $700 million to work with and still <laughs> a massive amount of, of bureaucracy to get this out. So the simple fact of this happening – I will I will highly rate it. As for content, this should have been a series. And even then, it, it needed like two more episodes to make this like a fully rounded idea. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Uh, real quick, d- d- Zack Snyder's Justice League. I didn't read the like the intro to it or any anything, but it, of course, is written and directed by Zack Snyder. Chris Terrio also has a writing uh, credit on here. So does Will Bill. Um, it was it stars Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill. Uh, Gal Gadot, uh, Jason Momoa, Ezra Miller, on and on and on. There's so many people in this movie. Uh, Syrian, is it Syrian? Syrian Hines is Steppenwolf. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just it goes on and on and on. And this is a follow up or the what was supposed to come out instead of the 2017 Justice League, which was production hell. And if you go and you read even the Wikipedia about it, you know what kind of happened there and it's been covered and covered in the media. But if you don't know, basically Zack Snyder completed, he said 90% of his movie Warner brothers did not like it for some reason. I don't know. They walked out of the screening of it. Mm -hmm. Um, They wanted something different. So they brought in uh, Joss Whedon of uh, Avengers fame to, rewrite and because he was originally like a script writer he wasn't always a director but he did the avengers which by all accounts is decent um so they did him to they they told him to come in and do punch up he and Zack snyder were working together to actually complete this tragically Zack snyder's daughter died so i would like to go ahead so kind of but not really no, they they weren't working together. His daughter didn't die. No, Ooh. his daughter <laughs> did die. Yeah, well. No, but um, from my understanding, he was fighting the studio about the movie. Joss Whedon hadn't been called or stepped in yet. 
um, and his daughter died. And whenever his daughter died, he got tired of trying to argue with the studio about the movie because they kept cutting things that he wanted. And some of it was warranted because some of the stuff that I've read that he wanted in the movie, I was like, bro, like, why do Lois Lane and Bruce Wayne have to have like a an affair going on while Superman's dead? Like, cut that. Like, why is that even an idea? The pregnancy test. Yeah, like, come on, bro. Like, get out. So some stuff was warranted, but he ended up leaving after his daughter died because he was tired. Then they called in uh, Joss Whedon. Mm. And uh, supposedly, allegedly, uh, Jeff Johns, who's an executive for DC in the Warner Brothers realm or whatever, he told them that he didn't want a movie centered around an angry black man cyborg so that's whenever they kind of chopped the movie up into bits and pieces and they did a whole bunch of other stuff and they refilmed apparently refilmed the other 90 percent. they just yeah, refilmed the movie yeah. yeah so like ha- most of the stuff that you see in the original 2017 version which i'll get in my review i haven't seen um i just missed it but the, the most of that stuff isn't uh snyder's so mm-hmm. the clamoring for this was or initially it was circled in rumors that that fans got a hold of and and latched onto like it was their uh personality like released the Snyder cut but it became true it was actually in it somehow became a self-fulfilling prophecy for the for these fans that wanted it but yeah apparently by all since you know I'll never meet Josh apparently he's a big asshole um allegedly allegedly uh-huh. Allegedly, uh, he is a big dickhead and uh, he cut out anyone with. Now, I don't know if he had cutting power, but he, he probably there's did. no there's literally hardly any people of color in the original version. Um, they cut out half of is it Ray Fisher? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they cut out, cut out most of his story, which if you watch this version, it's kind of like a cyborg movie. Uh with friends with special guests <laughs> cyber cyborg and friends um so they cut out a lot of his parts and they tried to make it silly stupid haha funny like the avengers is and they fucking failed yeah and they it failed was not funny at all and the thing with it is too that they demanded that this cut be with be under two hours or couldn't be that much over two hours, which if you watch all this, you're like, how in the hell would they have done any of that? Because at least you could have, this movie could have been three hours long and it would have made a little bit sense. It didn't have to be four hours long. That's kind of why I deduct some points from it, but it, the way that DC handled all of this, and introduce some of this. And we were saying before we got on here, you were saying Snyder didn't want to do the whole backstory thing leading up to the formation of the Justice League. Like he wanted to do his films and get out, apparently is what you were saying. So, you know, maybe maybe that's the case. But if you watch all those previous films and then you come into this, this needs to be a longer movie because there's literally no lead up to this movie. It's Superman dies and we're supposed to go off of that. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then it was like, form team, go team. You're like, what? What is going on? But, you know, so that's the reason why I think this movie could have been longer. So to talk, to call in and be like, they misstepped so hard going. They should have just released the 90% of footage that he had. Honestly. Uh-huh. Honestly. Just yeah, do that. I don't know. 
They would be in such a better place right now had they not fucked up Justice League so badly in 2017. Like, you'd like, be making Justice League Part 2. You would. Yeah. All you Probably. have to do is leave off the epilogue, really. The, that last, I guess, <laughs> yeah, the 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, the 30 minute sequel bait. The sequel bait that he put in this movie that he's never going to get to make because, like, the, he's pretty much, besides this HBO match thing, I think he's probably out at WB because he definitely has pissed off a lot of people. Um, so did Ray Fisher. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, by, uh, for, for good measure, he should have because uh, he's at, Net, uh, if I'm not missed, well, yeah, he's working with Netflix on the Army of the Dead shit. And then, well, but, Warner Brothers also pissed off Christopher Nolan and a whole bunch of mm-hmm. other people. So, yeah, they fucked themselves pretty bad. Now, I should say I didn't see the original 2017. Ver- I give this a B minus as well. Uh, I was going to probably give it like a C going into it. Just <laughs> I was like, this is going to be a C. I know it's going to be a C. But then you watch it and it's pretty inter- it's fun. It's pretty entertaining. Um, it's overlong. It jerks itself off quite a bit. God, God uh, cannot act. So. Boy. Yeah, it's like Zack Snyder gets Cyborg and uh, Superman. He does not understand any of the other characters, I feel like. Nope. I feel like he does not get the... He butchers the Flash. The Flash in this sucks. Barry <laughs> Allen being an idiot is the worst. Uh, he being... Sir, but... What they did with the Flash is cool, but they just wasted it on Ezra Miller. Yeah, I feel like Ezra should have been Wally West instead of Barry Allen. I just don't want any more Ezra Miller content. I don't need it. It's okay. Like he, he, they, I don't remember what his pronouns are, but like, I just, I just don't need Ezra Miller anymore. Like I'm good. It doesn't matter for, for, for him though, because uh, he is allegedly also a bad person. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Like he's sh- like, we should be done with Ezra Miller content. Like Warner Brothers tried to make it happen. They tried to like put him in the uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Beast thing. Like we don't, we don't need blockbuster Ezra Miller content. He's not that good. Okay. We're, we can be done. He's up there as like one of those people that Hollywood, like uh, Miles Teller, where they're just like, yeah, he's going to be it. And they keep, putting him in shit um no this is disappointing thank you uh (laughs) the the thing with this is i it's just so baffling to me why they just wouldn't release this i cannot get past this movie watching this without thinking just release it what are we doing just make the three-hour cut like we've been saying Put that in theaters because in 2017, I can tell you right now, I was not about to sit there and watch a four hour Justice League movie. No. I wasn't like with my 2017 brain. Now, like, I'll be grateful to watch literally anything in the theaters, but watch grass grow right now. Yeah. <laughs> 2017, when we had actual options and shit, no, I would not be watching a four hour Justice League. But, you know, make the three hour cut. Put it out. Fans would have loved it. You would have made a billion dollars easily because it would have been mm-hmm. good. Like they fucked this up so bad. And really, you didn't have to do much because like we, we listened to our Batman versus Superman episode. Batman versus Superman is not good. Uh, 
Rascal may disagree, but Batman versus Superman is not good. So uh, you all you had to do was release a decent, okay film, and people would have ate it up because people love, again, we keep going back to this. People love these superheroes, man. People love The Flash. People love Batman. People love Superman. They, they have these superheroes. And also, they have the Rose Gallery of villains that Marvel doesn't have either. So it's just baffling to me that they didn't even try to release some version of this movie um now do i think Zack snyder is a good director no i do not i nope i just don't i've never (laughs) never liked i like 300 back in the day but that's like seventh grade hormone brain being i want to get ripped too uh but there's that. I, I think he overuses slow-mo. I think he dives too far into the wrong exposition for things. I think his, I think what he does film like looks good. I think it's, I think it looks fine, but also his color palettes never make any sense to me. Just getting technical. It, yeah. it's, it, it's always muted or, St- it, like it, he drops man. saturation and mm-hmm. sharpens the midtones for no particular reason. You can tell all this stuff is definitely if you go and look at that behind the scenes video that I sent you. All of this is filmed on a green screen, except yeah. for maybe the Arthur Curry stuff. I think, um, no. yeah, if I'm not mistaken, pretty much all of his movies are green screen. Yeah, Kansas. I just, I just think <clears throat> in the hands of someone better this these are better films regardless but also on top of all of that i think he just doesn't understand any other characters besides cyborg and superman and yeah i think he barely gets superman he just thinks he's jesus uh the christ as imagery as superman the, is as far as his color palette goes somebody pointed out like i was watching it and i didn't think about it but the character mira She's like a redhead, and you just cannot tell watching this movie oh, yeah. because it's so washed out. Like you just cannot tell that her hair is red. She just looks like any like brunette chick. <laughs> we used to roast J.J. Abrams for the Star Trek movies because he would just do light leaks left and right. This movie is so heavily backlit; like everybody is a messianic figure, just shining light around them, and it's so disturbing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was expecting that the um, some of the CGI in this doesn't look good. It looks definitely Not like it was all. unfinished, but a lot of it does look OK. And definitely the fight scenes with Steppenwolf where they were whipping his ass, man. Holy crap. Uh, the fight scenes do look better than I than the fight scenes that I've seen from the theatrical release for sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah, all in all, I give it a, I give it a B minus. Cut it down, man. I know you re- wanted to release what you wanted to release, but mm, no, thank yeah. you. I mean, I personally feel like there's definitely some stuff that could have been taken out of the movie. So I definitely completely understand. I like the four hours. I don't give a shit. I'll watch a four hour movie if I think it's good. Uh, you know, the Lord of the Rings extended cut. That's fine. If they decided to, fucking put both of the Harry, the last two Harry Potter movies together and release that as one, I'd probably sit through it. Yeah. Um, but God 
damn it, what the hell happened to my computer? Sorry, anybody that's watching live. But anyways, um, yeah, but I mean, that's just me personally. I do understand the, you know, that they could cut it down. Like, like I said, you could take away the epilogue and maybe even the dark side scene you could take out as much as I loved it. So I definitely understand where people are coming from whenever they say that. Which the epilogue wasn't filmed. It wasn't originally, they filmed that post COVID. Oh, so yeah. that is that is new and that is all Zack Snyder jerking himself off on <laughs> on this. So bringing in Jerry Leto and all that was totally unnecessary. So we failed to talk about the most pressing matter. The aspect ratio of this movie makes no Oh, problem. right. I, why did why he was, do that? Oh, why did <laughs> he wanted he the only reason he did that shit is because in the event that they released it in the movie theaters, he shot everything in four three and he left it like that. What were you saying, Jake? That doesn't make any sense, though, right? It does not make any sense. Um, so I was actually wrong. I assumed that they used actual branded IMAX cameras, which if you ever want to see one, just look at the behind-the-scenes stuff from the original Lord of the Rings. Um, they're or very, any of Christopher Nolan's. That's true. Um, if you ever want to know, IMAX cameras are very bulky they're massive they're they look like what like 1960s computers look like they're just these big blocks um with very tiny lenses on them they break all the time the ones that you can rent generally break a lot these were actually not filmed on imax cameras these were just filmed on alexa 65s which is the standard well was the standard kind of is sort of the standard of cinema cameras you use our alexas for everything if you want to make anything um they are digital cameras. This, this was shot on film. Parts of it were actually shot on film, which is also pretty standard practice. You just digitize it later when you go into post. All of this to say, this was shot 35. Any of this could have been cut into 16 by nine, which is your standard aspect ratio. He could have cut it into CinemaScope, which is two, three, five, one, something like that. All this to say, this didn't need to be released at home this could have i mean given how much time was spent recutting this they probably could have sat in that editing room and go okay let's recut it one more time for an at-home release because this would have been released at home even if he like actually did get this in theaters there would have been no point in distribution for them to be like okay let's take it to home but we're keeping the same aspect ratio that we built for an imax theater none of this makes sense they could have released this for a standard viewing audience you get over it kind of initially, eventually you kind of just get over it. But uh, at, at first, at first you're like, what the hell is this? Watching it on my laptop screen. Cause like the second half that I watched, I watched it on my laptop screen. Didn't bother me at all. But watching it on my TV, I was like, man, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it. That was, that was initially I, I put on Twitter as you know, I'm a dumb movie boy. Um, don't do that. No. Don't do that. That is, that's, uh, initially you do get over it, but it's like when you have a, most of us have decently sized TVs now. They're not expensive. So like if you have like a 50 inch TV, it looks crazy. You're just sitting there going, wait, wait, wait. I'm not supposed to be watching this like this. It was like the There's first bars on the top, the bottom and the sides. That's stupid. <laughs> Wait, how did you, you had bars on the top too and the bottom? Yeah, I did. On my the... No, I didn't. It was, it was top. I just had it on the sides. 
Yeah, you would, it should have just been pillboxed. I think your TV's broken. Uh, <laughs> Dex needs to fix the settings on his TV. Do yeah, I have the, a broke the, boy TV? Is that what's happening? The motion, the motion blur thing that Tom Cruise likes to get on Twitter and talk about. Um, it's entirely possible that he somehow down-resed. <laughs> he was watching like this, like he was watching. <laughs> well, because it, it's still HD slash 4K at 4.3. So it's possible Dex got down to like standard def. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, <laughs> broke boy just watching like 360p. Damn, like, Dex. Like a 2008 YouTube video? Gross. <laughs> well, yeah, watching it on my laptop. No issues whatsoever. I was like, this is fine. Yeah, I don't know. I think the I think the definite there was definite some things with CGI where I was like, yeah, that's gross. And there was some definitely unfinished, like, oh, you did that from home sort of thing. Uh, I mean, one hundred percent parts of this were edited at home. Yeah, it's just some dude on a MacBook Pro, like at his desk, <laughs> on his third cup of coffee, like shit. Can I After Effects this? Yeah, I'm going to After Effects this. Yeah, I don't know, man. One more overall thing that we got to talk about. How do y'all feel about the mother box plot of this movie? Because I was watching this, like, this is the dumbest reason for this movie to happen. I I don't don't, don't know. I don't know. I I didn't want to shit on it because it was basically just watered down Infinity Stones. And I didn't know if the mother boxes were huge to the comic series. So I didn't want to shit on it. But it's also one of those things where it's like, oh, conveniently, everything happens on Earth, which is also something that happens on Marvel anyway. So it, it is a weird driving force. What was re- truly weird is how they split it up. Like, it reminded me very much of Lord of the Rings, where, like, the Atlanteans get to hide it miles under the sea. The Amazonians get to hide it in a temple under the ground. The humans put it in, like, a two-foot hole. Yeah. <laughs> the humans gave it to the Nazis. <laughs> yeah, the humans were like, it's... I'm just going to put it in my, my, my uncle Derek's basement. It, it's going to be fine there. Ray Fisher buries it in his mom's grave. <laughs> Ray Fisher kept it in his closet for a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, I, I, the mother box thing was fine. Uh, Rask, do you have any, uh, any thoughts on that being the actual comic book fan here? I mean, that's a hundred percent normally not in the, in the cartoons, you never see the mother boxes or no. Yeah, no, you don't see the mother boxes in the cartoons, but as far as the comics go, the mother boxes are very important. And the mother boxes are also essentially what makes cyborg in the comics. If I'm not mistaken. I think so. what a badass experiment to be like, my son is dying. He's missing all his limbs. I'm just going to throw this alien box at him. Maybe it'll work. Yeah, like that. If it doesn't, uh, uh. <laughs> well, like he's gonna die either way. That's always been kind of the thing is that it's all about the mother boxes. If you can get the mother boxes, and you can, because basically dark sides, because it all revolves around dark side. Like I, it honestly made me want a dark side movie. Kind of how they're gonna do. Uh, they're going to make a new gods movie. So I'm hoping that they kind of throw dark side in there a little bit because he mattered way more than Steppenwolf did in hindsight. And that sucks because Steppenwolf was really your main villain. Yeah. I, I thought, I thought it was a, it's just a classic 
get powerful entity, you know, destroy powerful entity movie. Uh, would I have liked it more if the villain himself was more powerful than what they were trying to put together? Yeah, probably. Because I, I didn't feel like Steppenwolf was all that. But like I said, in the end, they, they beat his ass in the end of this movie. In the end, really, Superman beat his ass? Like, yeah. it took three hours for like them to get Superman back because... And then Superman just like kicked this man's ass in like two seconds. So if they brought Superman back earlier, there would be and no movie. But that's what sucks about Superman is that he's like so he's so overpowerful. Like he's just he's OP to a point where mm-hmm. like, come on, bro. Like, really? Because really, even. Go ahead. No, even because before I watched the Justice League movie, I like ran through the cartoons all the old school Justice League cartoons didn't really feel like reading comics. So I ran through the, the cartoons or whatever and he beats the shit out of Darkseid one-on-one. <laughs> like, dude is so over... Like, it, it makes no sense for there to be a character that strong. He beat the shit out of the rest of the Justice League one-on-four, yeah. on <laughs> five, yeah. whatever. Oh, Barry, Barry Allen running around and tripping people like... like <laughs> Must have had the yak... They should have put the yakety sacks on that shit because it was just like... Because it was... He's just tripping over himself. Um, I... Yeah, I, the, it, it is... It's the Superman problem. We've always heard of it. You know, why can't they make just a better Superman movie? Well, he's powerful, man. You got to have like crystal meth to get him to go down, like a super form of crystal meth to get him to go down. So, you know, I, I did put on, I did put on Twitter, like the driving plot of the Justice League literally is y'all wouldn't be messing with us if Superman was here. Yeah. Which, I mean, My dad can beat up your dad. Yeah. Which is basically Bruce Wayne's entire driving force. This whole movie is like, Guys, we can't do this. We need like Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, so can we like do something about that? Does anybody have any god powers? <laughs> and no. Okay. What's crazy is that's like the whole purpose of him, like the beginning of the movie where he dies and he lets out that gigantic scream heard around the world. That's like kind of like a, I guess, supposed to be like a signifier to all the other entities out in the universe that hey, Earth is vulnerable go take over that shit while you got a chance. Cause if they bring his ass back, everybody's cooked. You better not be here when I get back. <laughs> I get uh, my that gun. part of it kind of pissed in. me off too, because it was like, we just went through this whole movie where Batman like got a week of game filming, like before the bowl <laughs> game. And so he beat Superman in a fight. But now like Superman is just out here just wrecking every fucking body because Batman like this is on the second night of a back to back or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Weak legs. Didn't have any arc on his jump shot. Um, Shit. No, I. Yeah. The very end is because I just wish Steppenwolf was a little bit more powerful because in the very end, it's, you know, they chop his head off and send him back to where he came from. Like, you know, it, 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 we always compare to Thanos because he's been the best movie villain in forever, uh, overarching movie villain in forever. So it, it's this ultra big bad. And I guess that's what Darkseid is. But since you don't have Darkseid in this movie, this feels... Steppenwolf feels like Ultron or something. Just something, someone very beatable 
Um, and that for that to be the first Justice League movie is, you know, kind of like, mm, well, when it feels like a waste. When he's first introduced, he's kind of a badass. Like, he just takes the Amazonians to town. They can't do shit against him. And that scene was awesome. That scene <laughs> is awesome. That and battle in that field was amazing. They fucked up in the editing because then we get to go backwards in time and find out the first time Darkseid showed up to Earth to take it over. And granted, Zeus basically one carried that entire team on his back, but Darkseid just gets hit by an axe once and he's out. He's out. They messed and, up. Yeah, they messed well, up. They let him go so easy too. Right. Let him like, like, on the ship. What are you doing? I'm sure like it actually has some significance in the comics and yeah. what they have in there, but like to a casual viewer, Seven Wolf just took on the Amazonians and didn't break a sweat. Like his armor defends him against everything. Darkseid, the guy he serves, gets one axe to the body and he's out. It's done. He has to leave. That's because so yeah so that was before dark side became dark side that was him as u6 or some shit like that that's his name before he becomes dark side so that's him whenever he was like trying to conquer planets and if i'm not mistaken he ran into earth got his ass whooped by everybody it was kind of like man fuck this shit i'm gonna go take over other parts of the universe i'll be back for y'all later whenever i get stronger like when the Warriors blew a 3-1 lead and we're like, let's go get KD. Pretty much. <laughs> I gotta get my reps up. I'll be back. <laughs> I think they said, get my gun. Shoot everybody in here. Like, my favorite thing about the movie was Desaad, though. His interpreter. Like, every time Steppenwolf called, you know, he has to talk to Desaad and he's like, hey, you know, can I talk to can I talk to Darkseid? Like, let me talk to my nephew. <laughs> and Desaad's like, bro, hold up. You owe us 50,000 worlds. Why are you calling us? Like, we, Where's you, my money? Yeah, like, come on, Smokey. You playing with my emotions. Like, come on, bro. Like, why are you calling? Go go finish your job, bro. Then call us back. Shit. <laughs> How do you get fired on your day off? Um, the, uh, yeah, the, the, calling him on like, on like the iPhone 30X that we're going to have in the future, like, Hey, where's my where's fifty thousand more planets, man? Fifty thousand. He had that much trouble with Earth. He was gonna get fifty thousand more. That takes man. That would take a long time. Yeah, fuck that. He, if he would have got Earth, he would have got cooked whenever he got to like Thanagar, Oa. <laughs> yeah. He, and then he gets his chopped off, his head chopped off anyway. Like for all his trouble, just you know, fuck that. <laughs> I like, thought let's uh, go ahead. It's impossible to not compare him to Ebony Maw. And that whole scene where like he has these godlike powers and then just gets whooped in like the easiest way. Superman literally Superman literally says not impressed. (laughs) What? (laughs) That was annoying. I didn't like that. But that was that was one of those things where he's just like it's like I'm sure it does actually have a film term, but I always just call it the Indiana Jones moment where you're supposed to have this epic fight and he just shoots him and it's over. It's the reason I hate Tay Diggs because of that happened to him in Equilibrium. Like he's supposed to be this badass, <laughs> and then Christian Bale just chops his face off in like two seconds, and I just can't forgive Kit Tay Diggs for going out like that. So, uh, my, you know, I I thought some of the we got to talk about the parts that obviously a lot of people are going to talk about is the cyborg stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Because for all intents, I didn't see it, but for all intents purposes, it was a lot of it was cut out. Um, and you know what's funny is Ray Fisher hadn't really he hadn't been in anything before no, no. the Justice League. He was a relative unknown when he got this role, and for him to come out and talk. Uh, you know, come out against the studio, come out against Joss Whedon, who has a lot of clout in Hollywood, apparently, and come out against these people and be like, look, this is what happened. I mean, incredible for him to do that because he Uh just unknown dude, really, besides Cyborg. And uh, but I like what they kind of did with the character. I didn't think I didn't necessarily think he was the best actor or anything like that. I thought he was fine, but I like what they did with explaining how his mind works. I like that from Snyder explaining how his mind works and how he sees himself within his own mind and what he can do as far as like, uh, morphing things and, and talking to AI and how his AI inside of his brain works. And he sees himself as like walking around. I thought that was really cool. He's giving out stimmies. Oh yeah, hundred and hundred and ten or a hundred thousand dollars. Good lord! I felt bad for that woman because, like, the next day the bank's calling her and be like, "No, we no, 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 yeah, no, 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 you can keep that. That's not how that works." <laughs> Give away like a you won. What, dude? I, I, it, I don't know what it made me think of this, but like, I somehow I've now reached a level where I'm getting spam texts from places like Amazon and be like, Hey, by the way, you want Amazon's free raffle this week, mm-hmm. Hit, click the link to this website and you win 10 grand. Like if that were me, that woman, I was at that ATM and I'd be like, you're a 10,000 customer. Here's a hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, this is a scam. I'm walking away. We, all we need is your social security number. <laughs> yeah. Can you um, log into your account to confirm? No, I thought what they did with his character was really interesting. What did y'all, what are some things that y'all kind of actually enjoyed about, uh, some of the characters of the movie in, in, in general. Cause well, I mean, we'll continue to talk shit about it for sure. I wish it was its own movie. Because, Cyborg. Yeah. And it I does know, kind of take away from the entirety of it, but yeah. Well, it's something that it, it, it takes away. It's just because he's such a critical character to the Snyder version of this film, so much happens. And then we have to take a step back and be like, here's where Cyborg fits in. Here's his backstory. Here's why this contributes to this fight. Okay, continue on. And then, oh, suddenly we got to go backtrack. Here's what's going on with his dad. Here's why this matters. Go forward. Whereas like, and I hate doing this, but we have to because it is now the God among men in terms of superhero movies. Like, whereas with the Marvel movies, most central figures got their at least introductory movie or at least got a tag along role to where we understood what was happening with them in a bigger movie. So this movie, like I, I do love Cyborg. I thought he was really interesting. I thought like his whole character was like, this is a really cool hero. I thought he was cooler than basically anyone on the screen. I'm tired of Wonder Woman. 1984 killed her for me. Uh, I don't dead. Kill her dead. I don't necessarily care about the flash. Um, I mean, the fact that he got to tenant a little bit was, was cool, but, uh, like I don't care about Superman. I grew up with them. I don't know a lot about cyborg. I know cyborg from the teen Titans movie or movie, mm-hmm. the teen Titans show. Like that's my only connection to him. Yeah. So to actually see him be a hero and not some sort of like animated cartoon, like I was invested. I was like, I'm here for this guy, but also you're just shoehorning his background story to where it conveniently fits the narrative, but it doesn't necessarily contribute to the narrative in the long term. Felt really melodramatic at points too, as well. 
It does. Like, like God it, damn, it, man. They keep killing this dude's family. It is bipolar shifts in the wrong places. I think what made me mad was that I really would have liked a cyborg Teen Titans team up before <laughs> he makes that jump to where he joins the Justice League. Because it's like he was he was a part of the Teen Titans for a while before he gets accepted into the league. So it kind of like I understand Snyder's vision, like that's cool. But as far as Warner Brothers and DC as a whole, I feel like Cyborg should have ha- should have had his own film. Yeah, I'd agree. And I-, I tweeted that while I was watching this movie. I was like, the Snyder Cut has definitely made me wish we could live with these characters for a mm-hmm. little bit instead of just like shoehorning all of this shit into this movie. Or like, you know, because Cyborg, we have no background for him, obviously. This is his introduction, but it's like also a Cyborg movie while being a Justice League movie. And we have to like continue this plot and give shine to these other superheroes. We also have to introduce Aquaman and introduce (laughs) Flash. Like, just a quick break into action. The Rockets have broken the losing streak. Yes, yes they sir. did. They won a game. They won a game, guys. We are bum, back bum, out bum, here bum. in the win column. Uh, right. Since we're here, just a slight shift. Not about the Rockets. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we're we're a pro green podcast here. We care about Mother Earth. We want to save her. Global warming is a monster. We want that stop. Slow it down. We love our oceans. And if there was a protector of the ocean, if there was a god of the ocean, he's not taking off every damn shirt and just leaving throwing it, in. it into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, just drinking whiskey and throwing it in just the bottle in the ocean. Leave the bottle in the bottom. You are killing the your plot, own home, sir. The plot of the Aquaman movie was, hey, take your garbage bag. <laughs> That's what it was. It was like, it was. stop throwing it. shit into, like, into the ocean. But this Aquaman's like, fuck it. I, I mean, technically, you. like, this movie comes out, it's supposed to be before that Aquaman movie. So, like, but still, like, we introduced Aquaman just by him being in a random, like, fucking country somewhere. Town, yeah. yeah. And they, like, start singing songs about him and shit. But that's it. Like, <laughs> Oh, how that girl just huffs his sweater. That, I mean, like, we would all have done that. We would all be blessed if Jason Momoa gave us our sweater, but well, still, you know, that lingers for a long time. She huffs that wool. Yeah, you know what's crazy is that Jason Momoa has said that that his uh, Aquaman falls into this same universe as the Snyder version of this thing, which I don't know if I agree with. But it's so crazy that they did all these introductions to these characters, but when they already had planned all of these individual movies anyway so it makes no sense because they were gonna do because the aquaman movie ends up being his backstory and prequel but you get him getting the armor and such and the trident and whatnot in this movie so i don't know what they're playing it's baffling to me what they were trying to do here yeah i don't know but anyway back to what i was saying originally like i think a cyborg movie would have done justice league a lot of good because for sure a, he's so like he's so important to the plot, and B, like he just became this robot superhero thing, and now we're supposed to believe he's going to like be the savior of the world, basically. Like, 
Yeah, he what, spends like two weeks after he, he spends a very short amount of time having to deal with the fact that he is now a robot. And then I mean, he was like, okay, I'll save the world, I guess. I can do that. That's fine. He, I mean, his dad dies. He's like, I'll throw the ring in the fire. <laughs> Basically, like Frodo, you know, like all of a sudden. Um, Speaking of speaking of side characters, we don't have to talk about Wonder Woman. I think the scene uh, the the scene with Wonder Woman in the bank or whatever uh, sucked. <laughs> that that yeah, that the museum ass. scene where she comes out that shit was ass. It was ass in the original. It's ass in this one. It's just longer. Yeah, that one. I don't know why he filmed her like that, where she's moving like like I call you a woman hater, Dex. You know. We I mean, shit all over Wonder Woman 18, 1984, so if they want to come out yeah, with they've already today. come for us. <laughs> don't say us. Don't include us. One person. Uh, yeah, no, that was stupid. What a stupid way to show she can block bullets. What a stupid terrorist plot. Just because he wanted to? Yeah. Yeah, we just have hostages just because, you know, they'll, like, not shoot us right now. <laughs> I mean... Wonder Woman already had come out before this. You had your introductory movie. You didn't have to introduce her in this movie. We know she has powers. I'm I'm way more fascinated in this Terra cell. They're not they're great planners. Like, good job, you guys, on like immediately killing that security guard and just taking down that whole museum in, in one foul swoop. But then to blow up your leadership team, what are we doing? What are we doing? You sent one message and then you're out. You yeah, like they were like, we just want to blow up like this one particular like we're, neighborhood in London, and then we're good. That's we're, all. We're a pro fedora terrorist group, so <laughs> we're gonna send our message this way. Um, yeah, we didn't really need all of the the backstory for Wonder Woman. We know who Wonder Woman is uh, for sure. I I don't hate Barry Allen's story or whatever. Just the way he's written and Ezra Miller playing him, the way the concept that they did with him, like the slow motion works for uh, the Flash, and it makes me want a Flash movie and a Flash, which they're doing, in uh, a Flashpoint movie. Just not with him, man. They made him a idiot. They made him a moron in this in this movie, and he's supposed to be one of the smartest scientist characters in in the DC universe along with cyborg and all these, you know, baffling that they made him so stupid and unlikable. Right. And what I disagree with you on part of this. Like, I don't think the slow motion stuff really worked. Like he, I've seen, we've seen it too many times at this point. Like they're not doing anything like new or interesting or creative with it. He runs like a dweeb, like his running motion. His running was weird. weird. It's so weird. Like I, it's it was like arms. distractingly weird. Like just arms all over the place, like just flopping everywhere. It's like Ezra Miller never ran in his life. He's like, how do normal people run? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is happening? But yeah, I, I don't. It didn't do anything for me. Like the the scene when Superman comes back, where Superman like looks at him in slow motion, that was cool. But everything else, I don't know, it just didn't work. Maybe it's because Zack Snyder has so much other slow motion in the movie yeah. that it like takes away from it. But where they do this right is um, the X Men movies, the yeah. first couple of X Men movies, where Quicksilver. it's with Quicksilver, where nothing's in slow motion and then everything is. 
You know what I mean? So, but when everything's in slow motion, I guess, yeah, him being in slow motion, but I just like the, I like the flash as a character. That's why I watched five seasons of that mid CW show. Like the, Hold on. you watched what? <laughs> I watched the flash CW show. Why? Yeah. It's, on Netflix. Trash. it's on netflix it's on netflix no nah, i'm kidding i'll probably i think i'll watch like the first three or four seasons and then i just completely gave up like we'll talk about the, we can talk about the cw another day because boy do i have thoughts he's got small little thoughts <laughs> okay yeah plus they tried to tie in some of that stuff they put ezra miller in that show too as a yeah. flashpoint reference but it i the the scene where he comes back and breaks the speed of light and reverses time to make sure the mother box doesn't explode. I thought that was actually really cool. I thought that yeah, was a that cool, was cool use of his powers. I have no um, idea why that wasn't in the original movie. Like that's so much better than what they actually did. I'm surprised he hasn't pulled a lot of references from the 1980s Superman's where he just spins the world backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my thing with the whole introduction, and I don't. Again, I don't know the comics. I don't know if this is actually true to the story. I don't know if this was Snyder's vision of it. I don't know if this was just Warner Brothers' vision of it. The entire introduction of Barry Allen, how his character is treated in this movie, the way Bruce Wayne recruits him is a direct ripoff of Spider-Man Far From Home. Or Homecoming, not Far From Home. And the whole Tony Stark meeting Spider-Man. Like, it is... The same characterisms, the, the fact that Barry Allen is basically just a high schooler that's kind of bumbling his way through. He has powers, he knows about them, but he doesn't really know how to use them or he's just kind of flailing around with him that this billionaire has to like help him figure it out. Like it is, it feels like a direct ripoff of Homecoming. And I don't know if it's intentional. I don't know if that's just my bias going through it, but that in whole introduction scene where Bruce just throws the dagger at him to prove that he actually does have superpowers. I'm like, I've seen this movie before. It was just a different cinematic universe. That That is a great point. I missed that. And the other thing that really bothered me, and this is my final point before I had to duck, but I loved and I also hated how meta the film got where Barry looks at him and goes, what's your superpower? And he goes, I'm rich. How I like that. dare you, but I also I well done. You. Yeah. I'm rich. <laughs> I'm rich. As a, oh, yeah, there were a lot of like Mercedes product placements in this movie. The Man, concept the Mercedes, Mercedes product was... <laughs> that was fire, Man. though. There was fire. Like, you know, but like the concept car is cool because, I mean, even Avengers did that with the Acura concept car after the first Avengers movie. Like, that's fine. But then right after that they do a like one minute panning shot of Gal Gadot getting out of a Mercedes and like it sticks on the front grill of the Mercedes for so long. And I'm like, I get it guys. You were supported by Mercedes here. You, you somehow pulled out like $2 million in sponsorship deal here. I don't care. I understand everybody here is super rich. That's okay. I will say this about Batman, man. He takes his sweet ass time getting in those fight scenes too. Like, especially when they're fighting Superman for the first time, he kind of just walks up like, what's going on here? Yeah. My man pulled up like 20 minutes late to every single fight. Everybody else is like taking two passes at the villain and Batman's like, okay, I'm here. We need to talk about his armor. The fact that he could take on Superman's laser vision, which is gauntlets. Took it to the chest too. Yeah. Like, so 
you should be selling your armor to like militaries because not only this bulletproof, it's everything proof. It can, it's laser proof. Like what? <laughs> what is this? Um, you can wear Batman suit into like go swimming in a volcano and be fine. Apparently, um, <laughs> I didn't like talking about that. I didn't like how really the the reason that Superman comes back is Lois Lane goes no, and uh, they go to Kansas and he's like, oh okay, we're good. Yeah, I, fresh air. I hated that shit. I needed Amy some fresh Adams air. Being in this movie, like it just felt so dumb. Like I get. I get it. We're supposed to like love them and they're supposed to be like this great couple or whatever. It's Superman and Lois Lane, like, you know, like from the dawn of time, like in pop culture, that's been a thing, whatever. But like, it just felt so unearned and so dumb. Like Amy Adams is hanging around this like memorial site all the time. And then fucking... Makes Clark Kent comes back. Cop whose only job is to guard the memorial site in his car. I can't even do that because the no, one I'm time not. there's any action whatsoever <laughs> at the fucking memorial site, this man is entirely unprepared. But um, Wait, see, what was he supposed to do? Shoot Superman? Yeah, why not? <laughs> what else are you going to do? Why are you here if you can't do that? The uh, Amy Adams always being in these movies kind of baffled me. First time, like, what was her like Academy Award, multiple nominee, and uh, acclaimed actress Amy Adams has a bit role in these Justice League movies? What? Yeah, it always was weird to me. And like, does nothing. I guess she's like an investigative journalist or whatever. But like, that's boring. Nobody cares. But yeah, like, her just being is, like Clark, her- please. Sucks. Her role, I guess, was supposed to get bigger the later the movies went. Like, from because Zach went on like a, I guess like a, a a a promotion campaign where he did like all these interviews and every interview he said the same shit. Like he was talking about, of course, the Bruce Wayne Lois Lane love triangle with Superman, which was. By all accounts, it's probably one of the few things that I disagree with him on. I have no interest in that. But she's supposed to die and be the catalyst as to why Darkseid is able to use the anti-life equation to kind of mind control Superman. So it's like injustice. But instead of the Joker killing Lois Lane and Superman going crazy and ripping out his heart, Darkseid uses the anti-life equation after she dies to enslave him. I don't know if I would have liked the like revisiting everything, especially with that last scene. I'm like sitting here, post-apocalyptic Batman and Joker walking around the wasteland. I'm good, man. Especially if it's Jared Leto. Like I'm, I'm so I'm out on that. You know what I mean? Like I would like to see them all fight. You know, I would like to see uh, what Deadshot and all them fight the guy. But you know. Uh, I'm I'm kind of good on on them not wa- walking around a yellow sand. Uh, it actually hard. made me more interested in Leto's Joker than I've ever been before. I mean, that's not saying much though. Like, let's be like that. Like it, but it actually made me. And then the whole like them having a, uh, I guess Joker kind of throwing Jason Todd in his face. The fact that he murdered him and Batman couldn't do shit like that also kind of threw me off. I was like, damn, you know, like 
the Joker is a real asshole. So that would be inter- like an interesting ass conversation for the Joker to be like, hey, I killed your adopted son and you can't do shit about it because if you kill me, we're all fucked. So now Why? <laughs> yeah, I, watching the epilogue, I was like, okay, and Batman versus Superman, Batman was just killing people left and right. Like he didn't give a fuck. So just kill Joker. Like it's not mm-hmm. it's not that deep. Like just kill him. Hey man, he might have thought he was essential. Who the fuck knows? We will never know now. What's Joker gonna do against Superman? Nothing. Yeah. Joke. <laughs> Joke. Joke. Distract him. Over here. <laughs> All right. He'll have to leave us. Bye forever. Bye, Jake. Bye, Jake. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. All right, see you guys. Oh, man. What a... As Jake disappears off the podcast. All right. Um, any other things that we want to talk about this movie? It's it's crazy when a movie's four hours long and you, you know, have to kind of remember. Oh, I, I did actually take down a couple of notes really quickly. Um one was the Batman thing showing up to the fights late. It's always funny to me. Uh, Dark side when he, or, or Steppenwolf, when he sees Dark side for the first time, he gets naked. That shit was funny. It's like, oh no. Uh, Aquaman dresses like a street magician. True. Um, Henry Cavill's also in the kind of shape that makes you sick to your stomach. True. Uh, there's a couple of like I watched like a comparison video between like the original and this movie and there's a few takes that are just like entirely different like when like the janitor at the like bio lab or whatever shows up and like finds the alien there in the original movie he has like zero facial expression whatsoever like he's just completely blank faced and then this movie he's like looks like he's shocked like he would be if he saw an alien so it's like how the fuck were they editing this the first time that they used these awful ass takes Uh. just with zero facial expression from the janitor instead of like just having him make a shocked face it it is just so mind-boggling that and it's irritating quite frankly that they they would put that out and be like here idiots Watch this. You'll watch it's anything. Justice League. They're all together. Your favorite Saturday morning cartoons. Here fighting. Look, it's a movie. That's pretty much what it was, man. It was like, hey, yo, y'all dumbasses. We did it. We ma- <laughs> like, we finally made this movie. Well, y'all shut up now. I'm trying to make Casablanca remake. Hey, don't go watch the Avengers. Watch us. You know you like Superman better. You know you like Batman. Come on mind-boggling and it the the fact that the the first wonder woman is the best dc movie is crazy uh no but uh best rated i think but i don't i thought the action scenes in this were really good Uh, i've said it before i thought my favorite one probably actually was the first i was kind of blown away by the first like uh huge battle on like the mascara or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. wherever the Amazons live. Uh, that shit was dope. Quick pause. Uh, Kansas is getting that ass beat. Hey, hold on. I need a point. I just need one fucking point. Oh no. Can he get it? 
live oh my God. Re- live reaction to see if he's gonna win or lose some money. Jesus Christ. Eighty four fifty one. They are getting Oh he it's eighty four to fifty one? Eighty five fifty one. Oh fuck yes! <laughs> fuck yes! Cash out! Let's Cash go! Out! Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't been <laughs> nervous as shit this whole entire. Oh my god! Eighty-five fifty-one. He did it. Uh, I just turned twenty into five hundred. Let's go! Hey, damn! Yeah, I'd be excited too. <sighs> All right, live reaction right. to gambling. Uh, we Don't love it here. kids. God. Uh, <laughs> Have y'all here looking like Steppenwolf when Darkseid shows up? Man, hold up. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, anything else? Uh, we can go ahead and draft if y'all, if y'all want to. Do y'all got some other, other things? I, I just can't get over how bad they kicked his ass in that final fight scene. That shit was crazy. Because the crazy thing is, I don't think we've ever seen like a a, a superhero movie recently where the villain got fucked up that bad. We, yeah, when they were tossing him around like a like when like a soccer ball, they were in a, like a circle, like kicking him around. It was breaking his horns off and shit. Yeah, like <laughs> outside of Thanos getting his head chopped off the first thirty seconds of Endgame. No. Yeah, he got his ass whooped. That was amazing. How did y'all feel though about? Uh, the Flash, like, running around the battle the whole time. and That was his big deal, yeah. Reversing time at the end. I thought the reversing time bit was cool, but I was like, they couldn't find anything for you to do in the fight other than run around and charge up. It, it just, it sucks because now all that shit gets retconned. If they, in the event that they do make the Flashpoint movie that they're talking about making, which it doesn't seem like that may happen because Michael Keaton said... He doesn't know if he wants to be in the movie, but they'll it literally retcons everything if they do the Flashpoint movie. I, you know, <laughs> what I don't like about it too is like they make the flat. Obviously, he's supposed to be the young kid in this and this thing and everything else, but they they make him like a bumbling. Like he trips and falls. Like he can't even fight anybody. You know what I mean? So. I guess him running around was to keep him from being a liability, but then that dude just snipes him out of that alien snipes him out of nowhere. Yeah. That alien just chilling back there, just like plotting, waiting, bang. Like He's eventually going to cross the same place twice. So I just got to keep firing. I'll, I'll hit eventually. I will say though, like, I think it was in the original justice league. They have like, I don't remember if it's like a mid credit scene or like, it was like the end of the movie or whatever, but they have Flash and Superman race for some reason. And I just thought that was cute and funny. And I wish they would have kept that. That was from the there's a cartoon movie. Cartoons, right? Yeah. yeah. One of the one of the animated movies. That's where that shit came from. There was definitely some stuff in the Joss Whedon cut that I would have kept. But then again, it's like it's fucking Joss Whedon. So yeah. it's like, eh. Yeah. R.I.P. Bozo. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking that Joss Whedon pack. <laughs> things you things you love to see. Um, Man, I feel like they should have called Christopher. If they really wanted somebody to finish that movie, they should have just called Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I guess so. But it also feels these movies always feel so far removed because of the way how they're filmed. 
from the Christopher Nolan movies. The Christopher Nolan movies felt like they were real life. This all feels like some other alternate earth. You know what I mean? And it's just the way that Christopher Nolan films movies, as opposed to how Joss Whedon films movies, like all of, all of, uh, Christopher Nolan said, like he blew up an airport or whatever for tenant. You know what I mean? So, (laughs) so he does stuff in real life and it feels like real life. Whereas you can just tell that all of Joss Whedon's stuff is on a green screen or not just we, well also, but all of Zack Snyder's stuff is on a green screen. So I like, I don't know how that even would have worked. Would he, the reason I Christopher Nolan have done, he'd have been like, no, he probably would have just taken the footage that Snyder already had and then edited it and cut it from there and probably made a more condensed version of the Snyder version Mm -hmm. because he was already an executive producer he was an executive producer for Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and he was an executive producer for this. He made sure Snyder never saw the Whedon cut, and he basically walked out of the Whedon cut, called Snyder, and told him it was shit. Yeah, I just can't get past the W the WB executives going <laughs> like, like going like, you know what, we don't like the Snyder version of this. Let's just make it worse in every yeah. way. You think you know what's funny is you think they got the weed and cut, they're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh we, we no. can't we can't call them back and oh no. <laughs> what did we do? God damn it, guys. Wait, we already put out the promotions for this? Oh no. We're said to release it when? Oh no. They're just <laughs> just all this stuff, all these bad decisions coming back to haunt them. They're like I'm not, who's to blame for, I'm not going to tell him. Are you going to tell him? Just, oh man, the blame game that I would have loved to have seen behind the scenes. I want them to make a documentary about that. Dude, and like, when you just remember that AT&T owns Warner Brothers now, like, just imagine having to explain to the guy that like, is responsible for like AT&T 5G and all this shit. Like, hey, we thought we were going to make like a billion dollars on Justice League by giving it to Joss Whedon or whatever, but we lost a hundred million. Yeah, we came what? up on like 700 million in the box office. So is that cool? Like, I think- hey, Anderson Cooper at CNN with that? Like, <laughs> I think the original version of this movie, the theatrical version made like 620. I can actually tell you it made like 625 million, but um, on a break even point of 700 million. So this lost a hundred million dollars uh, because of advertising and reshoots and whatnot that I think it cost that much to make. Let's see it made 657 million. So yeah, it definitely lost money. It lost a lot of money. I can't believe they fucked that up that bad. <laughs> you lost all that money. And then on top of that, you lost two of your top directors within your company. Cause if I'm not mistaken, I think Christopher Nolan kind of like dipped. Yeah. He's like, he was like super pissed when they did this HBO max shit, which yeah, I, I, I understand he, why he's pissed, but also I understand why they did it. So yeah. Like you know, I understand both sides offset. of that. Like I get why he was mad and then I understand why they did it. But at the end of the day, I don't know why you don't pick up a phone and call your employees before you do something that drastic. Yeah. That's facts. Nah, man. I, I just, 
he's talking real Christopher Nolan's talking real crazy to WB people. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause he even went on record and was like, HBO Max is the worst streaming service ever. And it's like, bro, time out. Mm. Like, hey, like we understand you're pissed off. You don't have to lie. <laughs> bro, HBO Max has some like cultural phenomena dropping like every couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> like, the I will say though, of the original movie releases, this is only the second good one. Yeah, that's right. They're like two for five. Oh, yeah. Judas and the Black Messiah and this. And this. Yeah. But like they came, like started off with like Wonder Woman 1984, which was ass, but everybody was talking about it. They followed that up with like, you know, the little things, which like movie also people sucked. were talking about ass. Judas and the Black Messiah came out. Everybody's talking about that when it's good, getting Oscar buzz. You they drop the Snyder cut. They're about to drop Godzilla and King Kong. Like I'm going to the some... theater for that one. We've said that yeah. a billion times, but I'm going to risk. I'm risking I'm the Rona. The well, I'm going to have actually, my first shot. Oh yeah, so. I'm going to be fully vaccinated on April 9th. Shout out, uh, vaccinated gang. So I'm going to be in the theater for that one. I get my first shot on Sunday. We out here. Let's well, go. I got I got antibodies. So oh yeah, <laughs> you are fighting that off for a little bit. No, the the it's just the stories behind this movie and how long it took. Now, will I say that you know some of the internet um, discourse behind this is annoying, bad, and also a little bit toxic? I hate it. It, it, it not around the movie itself, but around people demanding it was demanding we get a Snyder cut, and it's the same thing that happened with like Star Wars too. You know what I mean? A very yeah. vocal minority screamed and yelled until a studio caved. And I'm glad it, and it worked for this, actually, which was good. But you look at the flip side of that, you look at Star Wars, where the last one of those movies sucked so bad because they're like, here, pigs, we'll throw you whatever slop that you want. You know what I mean? So, but the but discourse did, behind did it. did feel bad for Kelly Marie Tran, which gave us Raya and the Last Dragon, which is some heat. So, you know, it all works out in the end. I think does it though, because people are still on her ass for that shit. And that's unwarranted too. I mean, Ryan, the last year, I haven't seen it, uh, but for all, you know, for everything I heard, it heard it's great, but like fire. Yeah. The, but the discourse surrounding the release, the Snyder cut, and this is the word in like threats and things like that, that you read about is man, that's, that's tough. Come on. Like, you're not always going to get your way with this, with, movie studios man come on and i hate that like i hate that people literally like went out and threat like legitimate threats and that's what people talk about whenever they talk about incels and like you know like like bro there's no reason to threaten people over a movie i understand that you wanted this movie and that's fine but to threaten people like that's way too far. Like you don't have to do that. Just voice. You can voice your opinion without being violent. Even if it's words on the internet, like that shit still scares people because there are people who do make threats over the internet and then they go out and do crazy shit. Mm-hmm. So over Zack Snyder too, like this isn't like release the Godfather cut. You know what I mean? It's like, what are we doing here? You know, it's not, and apparently Zack Snyder's a great guy. All these actors love working with him. Um, apparently movie studios, you know, keep bringing him back. But, and, and 
behind the scenes stuff show that people really love working with Zack Snyder, but he's not the God, man. I don't know why you're, you're like threatening people over Zack's not, not like you should be threatening over like Christopher Nolan or anything either, but like, what are we doing, man? That's ridiculous. That part of this whole saga is the worst by far. That's my rant is the worst by far part of this entire thing. Facts. So I, you know, I don't really have much more to say about that. I'm glad we got it. Was it worth threatening people over? No, 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 no. Don't ever do that. Um, but yeah, we hashtag release the Snyder cut. It worked. We're out here. I don't know where they go from here. Uh, I mean, I think the Batman's going to, I think the Batman's going to be some heat. Um, yeah, Robert Pattinson, the guy, is like going to give us some fucking fire. I'm excited. Have y'all heard like the rumors that were on Reddit about? Oh, y'all hmm. didn't hear about what it oh. happened. So y'all didn't hear about Zoe and Robert supposedly smashing on top of the Batmobile? What? Yeah, bro. It's 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 wild. It's. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm guessing it's not true, but yeah, there was a lot of weird rumors flying on the internet, and I was like, man, what the hell? Like that they they supposedly they smashed on top of the Batmobile. Uh, they pissed off the director, and he said that he never wanted to work with Rob again. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, as long as they filmed a good movie, I'm okay. Yeah, whatever you gotta do. Hey man, yeah, I was like, man, what the hell? I was like, what? To I, I still don't think it's true because nothing's come. You know, I mean, if this shit was real, TMZ and everybody else would have been all over it. So for sure, they'd be in the Daily Mail for sure because all that movie's filmed in London. Um, yeah, I, I'm very interested to see that movie. I don't know if they'll make the Flash movie. Uh, I don't care for Ezra Miller in that role, really, honestly. Um, I'd rather the guy that plays the CW Flash be in there, Grant Gustin. I'd rather him be that than Ezra Miller, but we're not going to get that. Um, I think I, – I, 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 what do they do with all these characters? Because they've made standalone movies now, like Wonder Woman 84, even though it was bad and probably tanked. Like, what do they do? Because obviously people kind of like Gal Gadot in this role like do uh, batflex not coming back you know so uh, people like jason momoa in that role what do they do with all this stuff you know all these things is it just over now and that's the problem nobody knows where they're gonna go from here supposedly they have a zatanna movie in the works supposedly there's a new gods movie um black adam i guess yeah black adam like there's a lot of supposedly's there's nothing really like every to me at this point until I see an actual trailer or, you know, like we actually have like trailers and, you know, these movies are about to come out. It's all hypotheticals to me. For me, I just hope that DC realizes they lost the race, mm-hmm. the MCU won. So now you can do whatever the fuck you want. So it doesn't right. matter. Just do literally any fucking thing. Like you have your dedicated fan base who's always going to go to whatever movie that you put out. You have the rest of us dumb movie boys who will just like keep going to see this shit because it's what people are talking about. Just do whatever the fuck you want. If you want to do 
like four different timelines all at the same time. There are people who will go watch that shit. There are people who will stream it on HBO Max. If you want to do like eight fucking four hour Zack Snyder epics or whatever, there are people who will watch that shit. Just do whatever you want. You already lost. It doesn't matter. Just start pulling up from 50. Yeah, and you have the you have the IP, so it's it's not like you have anywhere to go. There's tons of DC backlog and IP, so it's not it's not like you don't have directions to go in. Um, and and the IP is totally uh, weird and more different. I mean, Marvel has some weird stuff, but it's definitely weird and more different and dark and uh, than than a lot of Marvel stuff. To be honest, you know, comic book fans are going to get mad at me because that's just what they'll do. But there, I feel like the DC has some runs that are just so totally uh, weird and, and interesting that they just haven't even touched him because they've been trying to settle into doing the whole universe thing. You're right. I don't think they need to make these into universes anymore. Just do standalone with like, all the uh, animated stuff. I said this before, Why? get the person who just get the person who is making the animated running the animated shit, make them run the, run the storylines for the uh, live action stuff. And it'd probably be good. Shit. If I'm not mistaken, it's the same dude. Is it Jeff Johns? Yeah. He's, uh, he's, if he's not the head, he's a part of it, which is mind boggling because, and you know what? The whole green lantern thing, Zack Snyder wanted to put green lantern in this movie. And they were like, no, 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 no. We already have our own plans. And I know who that was. It was that Dude, I'm not gonna call him what I want to call him, but no, it was Jeff Johns because he's he's the. Let me see. I'm looking at this comic book to see if he's one of the writers. Yep, I have a Green Lantern comic right here, and it's it's written by Jeff Johns. So, yeah, I'm a hundred percent sure that he was the guy that was like, no, 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 no need for Green Lantern. I got that. I Even forgot though, he was in this movie and he got killed. Yeah, well, one of the Green Lanterns, yeah. yeah. Got his hand chopped off, which was kind of dope. This movie was like low-key rated R, which was, it was cool. Snyder does it. He just adds blood to things if he wants to. Yeah. He did it with the, the the director's cut of Batman versus Superman. Yeah, it didn't feel rated R, but like, you know, people's arms and heads and shit were getting chopped off. And it was like, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, like Jeff Johns is the writer and producer of all the uh, of all the animated series as well as their TV stuff, which I think is going to start coming to HBO Max, like Titans and all that stuff, which yeah. is okay. But um, you know, Doom Patrol, I really do like as well. Uh, but yeah, like Superman, uh, Red Dawn, and the Flashpoint paired all these movies. I, it's crazy that all these animated movies do so well and are so well received and everybody loves them and they just can't get it right. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, get off the timeline thing. Doesn't matter. Do whatever you want to do, do something new and different. And I promise you that we will come and see it. And then maybe eventually down the line, we recast all of this and we do over the justice league one more because well, I want to see a justice league movie. Like it's a cool concept. You know what I mean? Used to watch it on Saturday mornings like everybody else. So, you know, I don't know. All right. 
we're going to draft things we would rather do than watch a four-hour movie again. Uh, watch the four-hour Zack Snyder Justice League movie again. So uh, do we have a draft order? Let's just go rascal me, you. Okay. All right. Things you would rather do than watch a four-hour director's cut movie. Go shopping with my girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Four hours. Can we stop into this Hollister? What is it, 2008? What are we doing? (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I hope she doesn't listen to this. (laughs) She might. Shit. I hope she does. We need all the listeners we can get. We're trying to cash out. So. Yeah, that's true. I'll send her the link. <laughs> so my first pick is going to be, I went a little bit of a different route with some of these. I'm going to go with a barefoot Lego factory tour. <laughs> <Ooh>. Damn. Ow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus. I would rather watch a web.com pro-am golf tournament on CBS All Access. (laughs) Damn, dog. Paramount Plus. Yeah, Paramount Paramount Plus. Uh, Dang, Paramount Plus. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to do the... uh, Do I get another one? Yeah, we're snaking it. I'm going to go with the dentist. <laughs> yeah. Hell no. <laughs> let, me, let me get those braces tightened or the orthodontist. Let me get braces tightened one more time. Just having like a fucking deep clean for four hours. Get my teeth shiny. <laughs> my shiny teeth and me. Shiny teeth, shiny teeth. Uh, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with <laughs> fucking watching Nomadland twice. <laughs> <laughs> Just fall asleep once. Yeah. I I tried to watch Nomadland because it, I, I'm going to have to finish it because I got a Best Picture nomination and it's like one of the favorites or whatever. The most boring movie I've seen in a long time. At least That's like for typically like how it is it. for the Oscars, man. That's yeah. what I hate. Apparently, Minari's good. So it was another round. So we got to watch those as well. But uh, Nomadland, I've heard nothing but boring. Hmm. Lastly, two picks. I'm going to whoop everybody's ass. Attend a Trump rally. <laughs> <laughs> You know, with a little bit of hindsight, I feel like I can be honest. Those like early campaign Trump rallies might have hey. been kind of lit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> might have been kind of like back in 2016 or whatever, bro. They look like they was having a good ass time. <laughs> Not even gonna lie. Oh my god. <sighs> the COVID ones, though, we can we can't do that. Yeah, yeah no, we can't we do that. Those. But like. You know, like fucking August of 2016, bro. They went out there vibing. Good lord. Okay. <laughs> to another please, pick. Please don't aggregate this. No. Mm. They're gonna put this on Facebook. <laughs> Babysit Jack Jack from The Incredibles. Oh shit! Yeah. For four hours. Damn. For four hours. 
All right, Dex. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna go with the abstinence assembly from high school. <laughs> <laughs> That's I still incredible. can't believe we had that shit, dude. They this one. Wait, you had a whole assembly for abstinence? Yeah, we had a whole assembly wow. that included this woman literally carrying a like gift wrap box and saying, <laughs> you know, your virginity is a gift and you should keep it wrapped for as long as you can until you're married. That's the only way to protect yourself from, mm-hmm. you know, STDs and pregnancies and blah, blah, blah. And then she said, I know some of you may have already unwrapped your gift, but you can rewrap it today. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. I, I also don't think that's how that works, but this is what the woman at the assembly said. And I would rather sit through that for four hours than watch this movie again. Wow. Okay. That's funny. Um, <laughs> you can also give a partial gift if you use the fifth hole. <laughs> that doesn't count, Christians. Um, just, just let it soak. Oh. <laughs> Y'all are both very sick, and I want you imprisoned. <laughs> Um, oh man, I totally forgot. Oh, I would rather uh, download music on LimeWire with uh, dial up internet. <laughs> You're a bold man. Um, and then finally, uh, would rather watch um, Abilene Christian play basketball for four hours than rewatch this movie. God, they're so ass. How did they beat Texas? Because Texas is ass, <laughs> bro. It's it's very strange that they actually. I I don't know, man. Actually, can I change mine? Yeah, I'd rather watch four hours of single A baseball. <laughs> Holy shit! That was rude, Royden. That was very rude. <laughs> Whose pick is it? Is it? It's my pick. It's yours again. So I'm gonna go with explain my job to my parents <laughs> <laughs> because that convo is always hard. Partly because I don't even like fully know what I do for a living, but it'll never make sense to my parents. So, so you're just like on your phone. You you post on Instagram and that that makes you money. Uh, yeah, kinda. <laughs> hmm. Final pick. Yeah, man. Shit, I probably should have wrote these down. I kind of went off the cuff, honestly. <laughs> Bible. St- Bible study? No, 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 no. (laughs) Vacation Bible school. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Having to sing those, like, keep those kids in line. Oh, God. (laughs) 
Good lord, dude! I man, no, <laughs> I'm never going back. You can't make me. <laughs> can't make me do it. You cannot make me do it. Uh, the church I go to now, they're like, they're planning their young single ministry retreat, and they keep like trying to like force me to go. I'm like, no, fuck off. I'm not doing that. And I hate that kind of stuff. Like they, like all the single, the young single people, they're like, Hey, you know, you don't have anybody. You can go the fuck man. Like, yeah. come on, bro. Like, what you you got to stay home and, with your wife. No, you don't <laughs> bring your ass. <laughs> I would rather try to make friends, adult friends for four hours. <laughs> and talk to new people then watch this movie again i'm not gonna lie i'm probably gonna watch it again tomorrow there's no ncaa it's tournament until like saturday so and they still haven't cleared me to go back to work so uh, i mean that's fair because like that quarantine life holy shit you're just in the house can't go nowhere like just fucked up bored in the house and i'm in the house bored man I thought like in the early days I was bored, you know, like when everything was shut down, I was like, damn, like can't go to, can't go to work, can't go to restaurants, can't do this, can't do that, blah, blah, blah. Then I actually got COVID like over Thanksgiving. I was like, damn, I really can't do shit. Like, I am stuck in this house. Can't even I open the door. Yeah, I ain't opened my front door other than like to pick up my like DoorDash delivery off the ground, like because like oh. that no contact shit. I was like in my house for like three weeks straight. I was like, what the fuck is this? Should have done like should have done like push ups and sit ups. You like like you were in jail or something. Do you were that stage of the quarantine when everybody was doing push ups all over Instagram? Yeah, that shit was funny, bro. I bought Maybe some like I bought some like workout equipment too. The ten for ten push up challenge. We're all in quarantine, but we're alone together. We're gonna do some push ups. Let's go. Not gonna lie, one of my good friends challenged me to that on Twitter. I just said no. <laughs> I'm not gonna. He like filmed himself and like nominated me. I was like, hey, you know what? No, I'm not gonna do that. It's not gonna lie, I haven't done a push up in years. Nah, I'm good. I'm happy nobody challenged me to that shit because I, I honestly would have probably just cussed them out and gone on about my day. I did it. I and I hated it. Like I hated every moment of it. But I was like fake fit at the beginning of quarantine. I was like I was like a like a mini Royden out here trying to run. I wasn't doing like six miles and shit, but you know, I was getting my run on in the early quarantine. I thought I was healthy. Let me tell you, I've been running a little. It is not worth it. My <laughs> legs and ass hurt all day. All day. Not worth it. Anyway. All right. That's been one take podcast, Snyder Cut Edition. That's actually not as long as I thought it would be. Uh, Rascal, tell them where you can find your content. Uh, you got blocked on Twitter. RIP to Rascal F. Kennedy. Man. So now it's Rascal F. Kennedy with the one at the end. You yeah. know, until yeah. Twitter, until Twitter comes along and they ban that because I said the vaccines are safe. But whatever, um, <laughs> not mad or bitter or anything. You know, you know. Release but, uh, the rascal cut, man. <laughs> let me out. Uh, but rascal F. Kennedy won, or of course, Full Circle Cinema at Full Circle Cinema. Uh, we're also on YouTube, so you can find some of our podcasts. 
um, clips, news, all kinds of stuff uh, at fullcirclecinema.com. You can also find some of my movie reviews. Uh, I will be reviewing Mortal Kombat whenever they decide to release that. Hopefully they don't push that back again. Um, but other than that, yeah. Thanks. Go, uh, go follow full circle cinema. They, they help us out too a little bit with, uh, interacting with us online. Uh, appreciate you coming on rascal. Go rascal F Kennedy one RIP to rascal F Kennedy. All right. Also follow him for gambling takes apparently. So, uh, yeah, that has been a one take podcast. You can find us at the number one take pod on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Google plus all those places and YouTube one t- the one take podcast on YouTube. Thank you for those of you that have actually kind of been subscribing to this channel. We appreciate it. If you want the raw and uncut feed, just go there and you can listen to it while you don't do your job. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Dex, what are we doing? Hashtag support Florence Pugh. She's back on Instagram cooking. I guess she's off filming from Hawkeye and, don't worry, darling, and all the other shit. So she's back giving us the recipes that we need on IG stories. So tap in. Also, hashtag stay tuned. We have an announcement coming soon about the podcast. So mm-hmm. be on the lookout. It, Big news. It's coming. Hashtag news. stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right, guys. Thank you. That has been a one take podcast. Go shame humble teach for not being on this one. Thank you for your time. Sick and bears. We out. We out. Well, I wonder what it's like to be like to know that I made the ring I'd store it in boxes with little yellow tags on everyone and you can come and see them when I'm done when I'm done I wonder what it's like to be a superhero